Hello and welcome to Over the Podcast. I'm Aidan Gobride. And I'm Andrew Ritchie. Let's dive into it. That budgetized intro, like um, I'm gonna say almost every single time we come on, Andrew. I'm just, I think we just at this point need to change the song <laughs> and the introduction because if you're just going to say this every single time, I'm gonna get bored. <laughs> well, welcome back anyway. Um, this is our first real formatted version of the podcast, so this is what to expect from it going forward, really. Obviously, there will be occasions we have different topics that we'll bring up, maybe different segments, but for today, we're going to start off with a Q&A, aren't, aren't we, Andrew? Yep, Q&A. Your questions, our answers. That's how it works. Aye, genius, genius. Well, uh, like we said, uh, Q&A came from our social media. Um, it came from our Instagram. We also done our own individual ones because we're still waiting for the kind of uh, Instagram page to really gain a bit of momentum. Uh, so we, we do, I done my own individual one, I think, on my, my Instagram page as well. Yep. So that, that's kind of the best way, I would say, right now as we're starting to contact us. If you're obviously tuning in from uh, maybe the Facebook page, which um, that's obviously struggling to get going right now. Is, but obviously this is all really new to us, so we expected that in a way. So we're going to start off, Andrew, with, uh, I think we'll start off with TV, movies, Netflix, and uh, music we've been kind of tuning in, listening to, watching over uh, the lockdown period. Yeah, go for right, it. I'll let, you, I'll let you go first, Andrew, because I'm intrigued. I'm, 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 I'm frothing at the mouth. To know what I've been doing. Christ, this lockdown's been hard on you. Um, so Netflix, not really a big fan. It's a lot of regurgitated stuff on it. I'm sorry. Um, That's criminal. So, that is a criminal uh, statement. Uh, well, it's not my fault. Netflix should get their act together. Well, not even Netflix. What 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 kind of streaming platform do you normally watch on? Uh, Netflix, mate. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, well, why don't you just go right into it? Is there any you've been binging, songs you've been listening to, TV or movies you've watched, any recommendations? What Go, go, Richie, go. Right, well, I'll start off. Last night, absolute classic, School of Rock. Oh, can he beat it? Cannot praise that movie enough. Oh, it's brilliant. And it's funny, because, like, obviously, I think at some point in our lives, we all watch, like, Nickelodeon shows, and, like, I honestly didn't know that Miranda Cosgrove, who was like an iCarly and like kind of other, like Drake and Josh and stuff like that, I had no idea that she was in that until I went back and watched it in like 2010. Is that the wee small blonde one? No, the black haired one, the manager. Oh, is that who that is? Aye, she's in Drake and Josh. I, th- I totally forgot. I mean, uh, anyway, right, uh, this will definitely come up more than once. Drake and Josh is my favourite TV show when I was younger. It was just the best. I, I could easily watch it now and have no uh, regrets about watching it at 22 it's still great to me uh, don't know about you Andrew but she was in that never watched it you never watched this, Drake and this, Josh people need to understand right that this will come up a lot you will say something and I have no idea what it's about I don't know maybe maybe it was maybe it was more favoured in the US but like I just I loved Drake and Josh when I was younger anyway so you've so you've been uh so you, you watch School of Rock. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously a classic. Jack Black, yep. brilliant in that. Great. Also, a thing called Upload on Amazon Prime, which is set in 2033. Wow. So basically, um, if you die, you can get uploaded to this kind of make-believe universe. Um, it's all futuristic. You can. It's all VR-related, so your loved ones, parents can put on this like headset and be with you and yeah it's so wait wait people who are alive can still be with you in the afterlife yeah that's amazing all right okay well i don't think that's amazing i think that's incredibly weird not well if you think about it and once you've been uploaded in a way you're there i don't like you i don't like you saying that when people die they're uploaded 
Yeah, well, this is what it's about. <laughs> honestly, I've obviously not done this any justification, but I'd honestly give that a wee more. It it a sounds like it sounds like a cheap rip off of the Matrix. No, 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 it's nothing like the Matrix. Like the world. All right, okay, fair enough. It was it's just when you said they live in a different world and stuff like. Well, all right, okay. So, uh, what about music? And then you've techno, been techno, 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 techno. And all right, this again. This is another thing. I, I, I feel like we should just get this out of the way now. Andrew, at some point, and almost every single podcast, will make a reference to techno music in some way. He absolutely yep. loves it. He's been talk. He's been going on about techno music since the pre. I, I would say, I wouldn't say from the minute I met you, but at least six years onwards. Six for about six years, techno, 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 techno. Even when we were trying to come up with the jingle, Andrew was like, I want it to be techno. Well, I think that's a new day and age. Like, if you think about it, in 20 years' time, 30 years' time, that will be classical music. That will be our classical <laughs> music. I we will guess. sit down. Yes, 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 tomorrow's a mystery, Andrew. Exactly, we will be listening to techno. This is is what I've said as well, right? This is my opinion of tattoos, because I actually have no problem. I know that I know you're going to be like, Where's Aiden going with us? But yeah, we're talking about techno a minute ago. Bear with me for a second here, right? See, when you get a tattoo at this age. Yeah. You are going to have that when you're a wrinkly old man. Yeah. Right? So say you've got something like ridiculous. Like or one of our friends wants a, a huge sleeve. Can you on it? And I, I, I'll, we'll say his name. It's Paul. Um, <laughs> he wants a huge sleeve. But he's wanted this huge sleeve for about five years. And he's still not done it. Um, with, that being, with that being said, though, can you imagine him as a wrinkly old, like, 80-year-old man? With a sleeve right. tattoo. This, this is where I'm going to go, right? Maybe in 20 years' time, we'll have the perfect anti-wrinkle cream and we will all be cutting about with baby soft skin. But it's not even a wrinkle. It's not even about the wrinkles, mate. It's like you're old and you have a tattoo that does not fit the age situation. It's, you know it's, it's style, mate. Right, so my point I don't know, is... And I'll say this. Paul's tattoo is really nice. I didn't dispute that. I never said I don't like tattoos. I actually, do. I want a tattoo myself. So why are you moaning? But I'm going to get a tattoo somewhere where no one would see it. That's that's what I'm trying to say. See if you're going to get a tattoo, even though I know a whole point of a tattoo is like kind of showing it off. Like you're going to have it when you're old, and it's not even the wrinkly thing. Like I just don't think it matches like the age category. That's my point. And my point relating that to techno. <laughs> which is we've gone down a oh, weird alley here right, but my point about the techno thing right is I can't imagine you as an 80 year old man Andrew sitting in your house blasting out techno why it's just why? a wee do you... 80 year old people listen to Mozart like we don't so we don't listen to Mozart there's not going to be one day that I'm just going to suddenly wake up and go like that hmm hmm Mozart no but then, but then you could say that certain like old people though, there is a certain age where old people start wearing like vests, uh, bonnets. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is that a thing? I don't know why it's a thing. I don't know. Um. Anyway, I'll go on to what I've been kind of watching, listening to. I guess. Um. Okay. I am a big lover of Netflix. I think every time a competitor has came up, they've just managed to somehow make it better. I love the kind of Netflix movies we get, some of the Netflix shows. Um, but with that being said, I've been re-watching through 13 Reasons Why because the new season's coming out this summer. I think it's June, maybe July. I can't quite remember off the top of my head. Don't quote me on it. Um, but 13 Reasons Why Season 4, which is going to be the last season, is coming out. Now, I'm a wee bit concerned about this because I did not like season three. Um, season three was really disappointing to me um, because of a certain character. It was just misplaced. I don't know if you watched the show, Andrew, but it was just... Nope. She just, right, it was a character that just did not need to be there and it just changed the whole dynamic of the show, really, and it just annoyed me. I have been re-watching through that, Um I've been obviously watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine on television. That's on right now. That's my 
great show absolutely fantastic i think it's yep. the most consistent show out there every single episode makes me laugh every season has been as good as the last i i have not been disappointed yet um music wise i've been i've been changing a wee bit recently andrew but the thing is that i've got one of the most varied music tastes i, I think andrew would even agree on this uh, yep. on earth so like i love uh, my first love was kind of punk rock kind of like green day blink 182 stuff like that and i still love that like I was meant to be going to see Green Day in June. <laughs> but that's not, there's no laughing about this because the last Green Day concert got cancelled and then this one has been because of the virus. Anyway, um, so I like that. Um, but I also, me and Andrew both love Oasis, Cortinas, like kind of yeah, music like yeah. that, you know, kind of indie music. Um, and then with that being said, I've been in the States for a long time, Andrew, so you can imagine what kind of music I've been immersed in. Yeah, and I've kind of started listening to kind of more rap kind of music and kind of you know people like Kendrick Lamar. Um, and right now my favourite artist is is Juice World who actually tragically passed away at the end of last year. Um, he was really young, but he's still got music that's like coming out. Obviously that he recorded before he passed away. But um, my friend Demond Cooper and my sister of all people, my sister's got a very she's about like me. She likes like Oasis and like. Liam Gallagher, Noel Gallagher. She likes all that kind of stuff, but then likes Eminem, which is just a com- huge gap. Um, but mainly Juice World and my, Andrew Andrew knows that he, everyone's going to be sick of hearing this. This is going to be another thing I bring up. Uh, I, I love Louis Capaldi. I absolutely love his music, even though they're, they're all sad. Um, I just think he's fantastic. It's nothing to do because he's Scottish. I just think his music's brilliant. Yeah. And he's really good if you want a wee cry. Aye, a wee greet to yourself in your yeah. room. Or in the shower. I need to... It's a weird insight to my life. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, 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 a vivid image of Andrew just sitting crying in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We didn't just have to break because Andrew's dad shouted on him. Let's just move on. Uh, yeah, we could have so, brushed. <laughs> we could have brushed past it. Acted like it never happened. I could have put a cool sound effect. Again, like again, real, just fantastic, fantastic professionalism shown by me and Andrew here. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's kind of what I've been watching. Uh, I did. I have said to you, you need to watch Tiger King. The only reason you need to watch Tiger King, Andrew, is how weird it is, and it's just, it's, it's not, it's not like anything I've ever watched before. It's so weird. And and yeah, I've never found myself in a situation where I don't like any of the characters. Yet I still feel compelled to watch it. I don't know. I think it would ruin The Lion King for me. <laughs> it is, it's a difficult thing to watch through. Um, there's also the, the, Michael, the Michael Jordan uh, documentary okay. is on Netflix. I've okay. heard that's pretty good. I'll be probably giving that a go at some point soon. Um... Aye, so uh, that's kind of what I've been watching. I guess we'll move on to the the, the next uh, topic, uh, which is um, future and career goals. Someone asked us what our kind of future and career goals are for us individually, but I guess we could also put in, you know, what would our what would our big aim be for the pod the podcast? What would our be number one goal? So go ahead, Andrew. My number one goal is just to enjoy life, and this is life. Doing podcasts with you. Can't cannot write it. I'm living my dream. There you go. Wow. I mean that was that was inspiring and it also was ten seconds. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, in terms of career goals for me, I, I think I mentioned in the last one, the kind of introductory one, you know, I'm studying communications, which by the way, brief thing I need to say. Last semester when I was in the States before I had to come home my friends in my apartment flat I say apartment when I'm talking about the States but I say flat here um they were looking up what is the most pointless degrees to get and communications or any sort of communications was number two on the list which filled me with joy um but I definitely want to move into some form of journalism I've I'm kind of almost like testing the water with everything 
uh, like I've said, I've done a bit of broadcasting. Uh, I've done, you know, some story writing this year. And, you know, I'm obviously giving this a go. Um, so I'm just trying to see what fits best for me. But at the same time, you know, that's kind of what I want to do, you know. So basically what you're saying is you want to be the next American Chris Sutton? <laughs> for Americans, Chris Sutton is a very controversial uh, uh, um, journalist here in the UK who just says exactly what he's thinking. He doesn't, like, beat around the bush or anything. He just he says exactly what he's thinking, and a lot of the time it upsets the wrong people. Um, the, the other half, it, upsets, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't upset the other, the side of Glasgow. Yeah, I mean, at some point we're going to talk about it, I guess. But, um, I you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to be a journalist, maybe a little bit less biased than, than, than Chris. Um uh, but 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 with that being said, that's kind of my goals, I guess. Um, uh, is anything you want to add to that, Andrew? Not really. Not really. I mean, in terms of the podcast, I mean, I mean, I guess the the dream would be if it got so good that we just could do this. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's pretty out there. It's a long shot. It's a long shot. It's a very long shot. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely a long shot. But you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, you've got to have dreams, I guess, Andrew. Uh, yeah, I have one every night before I go to bed. <laughs> before you go to bed, I during bed. I don't know. <laughs> Where did This is what I want to know, right? See dreams. We, oh, what, at what point of your sleep does a dream occur? Does it start? Is it? There the isn't actually. There isn't actually the term for it. Like, cause, and you know what? It's terrible. I learned about it in psychology last year, my lifespan development class. I can't even remember what it's called, but there is like a point where when they measure your sleep patterns, like there's a point when you're sleeping when you they can tell that you've been dreaming. Wow. I can't remember what it is, and it makes me sound really, really stupid. But but there is a term for it, and I'm sure my my good friend who's a psychology and bachelor's degree in the United States will say something to me after this is put out. But I really can't remember what it is for the life of me, so I'm sorry. But yeah, no, there is a way of telling. I mean, my dreams, my dreams, I've told you this before, Andrew, my dreams are always about people dying, which is really, really weird. Well, I want to know, I would like somebody to look into my brain when I'm dreaming. And I want to know how long dreams last for, right? Because sometimes when I have a dream, I feel like I'm living that actually day, minute by minute. But dreams could be over in 10 seconds, but it's actually like an eight hours long length sleep for me. I want to know. I mean, my dreams people, tend I need to answers, be... mate. Andrew needs answers, everybody. Someone, yep. someone answer is a answer Ask question pal. there. Phone me, give me my answers. Phone a friend. Um, aye, so I mean, I, my dreams end up just. I wake up in a cold sweat. I'm always pure stress. That's I'm always sweating. It's it's horrible. I never have pleasant dreams. Uh, so I guess that's. We'll just we'll leave it there. Um, uh, don't know how we get got to that. Uh, that yeah. I don't even how know. did we get there? Um, so. We'll move, on to, then, we'll move on to another, <laughs> we'll move on to another uh, topic, uh, lifestyle uh, and culture differences between the US and the UK. Yes. Um, do you want me to take that one, Andrew? Uh, I'll, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well, again... I'll, I'll, I'll like have I'm, something. <laughs> I'll like I've said um, a couple of times, there is differences between the US and the UK. Um, I'm not an expert, but what I would say beforehand, before I talk about the US, I'm obviously not a US resident so I, I can't speak on their behalf but I can only say what I've seen uh, I've lived in two outside in yes um, so I, I've lived in the US for uh, about two years kind of uh, on and off um, I've also lived in the north of, uh, 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 of the US and also in the south that's where I am now in North Carolina and there's even differences there. Like you, I mean, you you see differences there. I've also got a friend that lives in Arizona, which is near the West Coast, and he has assured me, and a lot of people have also said that the West Coast is very culturally different to, you know, the the East Coast where I'm based. Um, you say West Coast is the best coast. They do say that. They actually do say that, which is and then what uh, East Coast worst coast, um, or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, back, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so in terms of cultural difference, right, like me for for me, it's tiny things that I've noticed, like really, really small things. So like, um, uh, God, I'm trying. I'm trying to think because there is loads of little tiny things uh, that 
you know, they, they do differently. Right, yes. I like to think, right, and I've got one for you. Roundabouts. Right, right. I bet if you go to America and you say the word roundabout, they're going to talk about a fat person. No. Instead. Do they have roundabouts? Right, here's the thing, because you, you're knocking on, on a door there, right? We yeah. we are from a town in Scotland that has the most roundabout. I think it's the second most roundabouts in the UK. Uh, uh, there is roundabouts in the States. Some people call it rotaries, but other people, they actually do say roundabout. I didn't think they did say that. Obviously, a lot of their roads are straight, but there are roundabouts, just obviously not as often as as, as you see them here. Parliament say. Aye, that's that's what we're called, the Pullman's at East Kilbride. Um, people that come here who aren't from here can easily get lost in, in East Kilbride, easily. Uh, or just get dizzy going round in roundabouts. I mean, we're we are great at driving around roundabouts now because of that. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, they do have roundabouts. Um, they obviously say things differently to us, um, like aluminium, aluminium. Uh, it's just weird. Uh, there's always debates. There's always debates when I'm out over there. Um uh right okay so in in the u.s i feel like here you're, you're more able to like talk about certain topics without feeling a complete backlash there are certain topics in the u.s that like i'm told like no no don't go near that and and you know it is topics like religion guns politics and um where i am specifically if you talk badly on barbecue food like people look at you as if you've like insulted their sainted mother can't beat a barbie but no you can't but like their barbecues are like a, a million times better than ours ours are like terrible wee tinfoil packets and half the time end, things end up burnt they have big huge barbecue like massive grills and they're, it's always so much better man like i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna try to argue our case like it's just better um but yeah i mean like things like that and then there's also um i, I think the US as a people, like they, they they thrive off those kind of like you know that kind of hype and motivation kind of videos you see online. Whereas like here, I don't know about you, mate, but I think it might just be a Scottish thing. But I th- we just don't respond as well to stuff like that. Uh, uh, for instance, like I'm not a morning person. I'm not saying everyone in Scotland isn't a morning person. There probably is people out there that that are fine in the morning. But like when I go to class. I get myself a coffee and then I go to class and I just I just want to get through it. If it's a, if it's an early morning class, I just want to get through it. But there's always that one American or something like that that's like just in a great mood and is like just really constantly like almost like shouting when you're talking and you're just like I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, and it might just be a Scottish thing. I don't know. It also might be the pessimist pessimist in me, but. There's just like little tiny differences I've noticed, uh, you know, uh, over the years. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could, if I had more time to think about it, I could definitely come up with, with a couple of things. But uh, let's talk about food, food differences. Oh, I mean, like out, out there, like and out there. Well, here I can easily a full Domino's pizza without feeling. Other pizza chains are available. Um, I can easily eat a full pizza without feeling full at the end of it. Like, satisfied, but I'm not full. Whereas in the States, because there's so much like salt, fat, and sugar and stuff, like, I always feel really sick after I've ate. Because there's just so, and I always come back, and like, when I go to the dentist and stuff, they always look at my teeth, like, because of the amount of sugar that's in stuff over there. So, like, they, they like their food. The only positive I would say, when you go to a restaurant, you do get your money's worth. Like, you do. Yeah. Because I seen something on Facebook the other day, and it was actually the comparison between a UK McDonald's and uh, an American McDonald's, and I stopped watching after like thirty seconds because I was just <laughs> obsmacked that uh, a small juice over here is the equivalent of a medium one over there. Yeah, no, I mean like it's the, just, the, the large cups over there. The large cups over there are like that. I mean, I've got a small head, right, and people can't really see us, but the, the, it's bigger than my head. That's I don't think that's normal. <laughs> is it bigger than your nose, but you just had to you just had to put that. I in don't there. have a big nose. It's the proportion of my face. I've got a small head, so my nose looks big. Um. Anyway, I've just been I've just been talking about that for like, but, like ten years. You, but do you know what they say about people with big nose? Oh, Andrew. They need a big hanky. To blow their nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hanky, right, is like a tissue to people that are Scottish. I tried to, um, I tried to put, aye, handkerchief is American, isn't it? Oh, a is that yes, but, yeah, so is. Uh, have you got your handkerchief with you? Um, yeah. I so, so I, I would say that. I mean, like, I could honestly, like, given more time, I could come up with loads of things. But there's just like tiny differences, like. But I do think, and I think you will agree with me here, Andrew. Over the last like twenty year, I think the UK has became more Americanized. Like we do a lot of things that they do now that we never used to do. Uh, and things have started to change a little bit. Like there's more, we have more in common now. Would you not agree? Mm, no, not really. Really? No, I don't think so. No, I just think certain words are said over here now that never used to be said. You know, Go for it. lit. Yeah, I think that's like Stephen Vine and TikTok came over here. Aye. I think that's what influenced it. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I it's hard that, not to. I mean, they're such a big country compared to us. have changed the way we live. Right. I mean, that's quite a deep comment from Andrew there. Um, that I, I agree. But that's a very deep comment. So we'll move on to, I mean, I guess relating to the fact, you know, I have been in the US for, for a couple of years now. And it's how to actually keep a friendship over distance. This was a quite a, I think, quite a deep one to ask, Andrew. I don't know if you want to start off or will we'll laugh yeah how, how to maintain a friendship over a distance how to <laughs> start I thought when Aidan came to me and says Andrew I'm moving to America I thought yes result he's away but then he proceeded to tell me that he'll be back in December and then it just it kind of just kept on for there I was like I'm not going to get rid of him so I suppose that's why we kind of kept at it but it's hard well, I'll, I'll, I'll get more serious right um Truth be told, me and Andrew fell out for a long time. Yeah. And I think actually that ended up being good for us because both of us at that point were in different paths. Like we were both very much going different uh, paths and, and, and we still technically are, but I think we just needed a break from each other because me and Andrew really were pretty close friends, I would say, about eight years before we started, uh, you know, we, we started having a couple of arguments, a couple of spats. Looking back on it now, it's pretty It was petty. a lover's tiff. It was a lover's tiff, tiff yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, about I would say last year we started kind of chatting again, and it was almost like nothing. And we, we realised how petty and silly it had been because we'd been friends for so long. So I would say honestly that actually done as well. I don't know about you, but I actually think that if anything helped. Um, in terms of keeping up friendships with other people, like I'm actually I'm a, I'm terrible for this, and Andrew will actually agree. I don't really keep that much in touch with people back home when I'm in, I'm over there, and and it's not because I don't want to talk to people. I definitely would. Like, if somebody contacted me, I definitely would. But, like, I get homesick quite easily. And talking to people back home and, like, seeing things back home actually sometimes makes me pretty homesick. And, you know, a lot of the time I just want to try and look forward to going home rather than miss home. And uh, that, that for me, it's, it's a difficult question to answer because a lot of the time I don't constantly keep up to date with what my friends have going on back home. But... You know, every now and then I'll, I'll give someone a call uh, or a phone. See, that that that's another thing just to point out. I'll definitely say words differently because of my time in the States. So, like, I say call instead of phone, Andrew. It's a lot of things I miss about you. It's <laughs> definitely not that. <laughs> it's not my fault. When you're introduced when into an environment where they say words differently and... The amount of times, man, where I say something and I have to like explain it, it gets annoying. It really does get annoying. It's it's the more annoying thing is when people say things like, and, and I kid you not, like, you're Scottish, right? And I go, yeah. And the amount of times, Andrew, I've had this sentence thrown at me, wow, your English is really good. It's unbelievable, man. Like, it, it honestly, and it, and it backs up, like, what I'd say we actually do share in common. Uh, there's a couple of things we share in common between the US and here. We don't, A, we don't like being told what to do, uh, same as them. They yeah. like their freedom, as they say. Um, and then on top of that as well, one of the things that we do share in common too is that, you know, I've lost track of what I was saying there. Um, that will happen a lot. Uh, damn. <laughs> so, see when you said the word freedom, do you know what came to mind there, right? I uh, want to know who said it first. Did we say it first in Braveheart? 
Or did they say it first? Andrew, Andrew, you please tell me you don't think Braveheart is historically accurate. That, it's a it never happened, oh, and also it was an American. Is he American or Australian? Is nah. he Australian? I don't know. Um, he's he's something. Hell, Gibson. I mean, not an accurate look at the Scottish accent. Like, honestly, please don't. It's the amount of Americans that will say stuff like that to me. Um, actually, the new ones, Outlander, that show about Scottish guy. I don't know. They talk about that all the time. Um, but I so um. I mean, it's, it, I've, I remember what I was talking about. It's more of the self-contained attitude. So a lot of the time, Americans actually don't really know what's going on outside of their country. And that's not to, like, insult them. That's just, they were a big country. They don't really talk much or, or learn much about what's going on outside the country. And and I don't really think we do that much as well. Um, yeah, well, I mean, well, to be fair, if you were to give an American a map, right, and say, point to Spain, they will not have a clue. Not a lot of them would. I, I know for a fact that one of my friends who's a very educated person, when I told him to point to where Scotland was in the map, he pointed up like Sweden and Norway way. Well, to be uh, fair, that's close. He might just have fat fingers. So he might have been pointing at it, but you've just seen where his nail ended. Aye. Anyway, yeah, so I guess that just kind of, that ties up our kind of Q&A section, I guess. Um, obviously, we hope we have um, kind of different topics in the future, um, but I don't. I don't about you, but I think I think you know we'll we'll move on to our news section, eh, Andrew? Yep, news section. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to our news section of this, like um, like we've said, we're going to have a news section uh, which will cover sport, kind of general news, anything that's going on. If the general news happens to be a big sport related one, then it will just kind of be one big mash thing together. Uh, but today we're going to start off with um, the sports news, what's kind of going on in the sport. Um, so I think the first thing we actually should address um, is what's going on with uh, the German uh, Bundesliga. Uh, me and Andrew don't really watch the Bundesliga. We actually have a friend, we've mentioned him before, Paul, uh, with that wants tattoos. He watches a lot of the Bundesliga, so he's happy it's returning to action. But obviously, Andrew, it was announced maybe last week it was returning, and, and now there's a bit of a, an issue. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing that football is starting to go back to norm, um, because obviously I'm a big sports fan, so I've kind of missed it a wee bit. Skybet hasn't been taking a doing. Um, and there's my bank balance right enough, so that's all good. But, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, they started coming out with um, stuff like Dort, uh, Borussia mentioned Gladbach are putting cardboard cutouts of fans. So the fans were to send in a picture of themselves um, before they can put in the stands so they sta- the, the stadium is not empty, um, even though it is, but there's cardboard cutouts of people. Um, I'm just looking at some of the... <laughs> I'm just looking at some of the the pictures, man. It's absolutely incredible. Well, so. I mean, I have a kind of difference of opinion on this, and 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 let me let me just kind of explain my opinion first. So, don't get me wrong. I'm the exact same as you. I think we've all missed sport, whatever sport you watch. We've all missed Part of sport, and it's especially. <laughs> let's not let's not do that. Let's not let's not upset anyone. Um, Who am I upsetting? Who actually Possibly. likes cricket? My friend uh, from Australia likes cricket. Oh, come on. Anyway, besides the point, um, we're all missing football, the ones that are big fans of it. I genuinely am missing it, and it's it's been weird without it, because normally it's really annoying. Sometimes when I come home in the summer, there's no football. And when I come home in the winter, there's not a lot of football either. So I've not really been able to be home when football's going on for a couple of years now and now that I've came home and football should have been on while I've been home it's now not so it's a bit annoying but with that being said I was saying to someone in my work the other day at what point is football really more important than people's health like that oh, it's, it's not I just I'm just about like there's certain there's certain things that people are saying like as if like it's the be all and end all of life and and like I get it like I mean we we're from Scotland and, and to a lot of people in Scotland and in the UK football is like their life like it is their life yeah uh, so yeah listen I'm missing it as well the only issue I have with it is that Germany handled the virus better probably than any European nation 
and yeah. they, as, as usual, German efficiency just knew what they were doing. We should all take it down, uh, them as an example. But with that being said, after loosening their restrictions last week and announcing the Bundesliga returning, cases have started to go up again. And even in the second division of Germany, that's been postponed because some players are testing positive for the virus. So like, I just don't think we're ready yet. Like, I genuinely just don't think we're ready yet. Um, it's it's what what is funny to me is the amount of leagues that are are taking different routes. So like for instance, PSG and League what League A one they they've won. That's them now won yeah. the league. And it's very a very similar story obviously here in Scotland. We'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, but I just think we're not quite there yet. Uh, and especially the, the the game that they're starting off with, which is due to kick off um actually tomorrow in terms of when we're recording this. So March fifth March um. Wait, March sixteenth is the first game I think that's due to go off. Yeah, correct. It's Bund- it's it's the Bundesliga action and it's Dortmund versus Schalke, which is a derby. Now, Andrew, me and you support a team that has a big derby. I, I just I don't think that that if 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 they are going to bring back football, I don't think that's a good idea because people are going to meet up in large crowds. They just are. There's no there's no getting away from that, regardless of whether or not there's nobody in the stadium. People are going to meet up. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess just my issue with it is I just think it was a bit soon. But I guess we'll see what happens. Maybe the cases will start to come down in Germany again. But I mean, since they've loosened restrictions very slightly, the cases have been going up again. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. Obviously, yeah. definitely want to be wrong. But you know, yeah, it's one of those things. It's obviously football years and years ago used to be an entertainment factor. I think it's kind of lost that entertainment factor, and it's now just going on to business overdrive. So. People just assume it's a football team. They don't really think about the money aspect of it. They just think about it's just 22 guys running on a field, playing a wee ball, getting paid mega bucks for it. But at the end of the day, it's still a business. Just like the shops over here, they've been closed and stuff like that. We need to get them back as fast as possible because it's a business. I think that's what's kind of pushing the football aspect a bit more is because they are losing quite a lot of money by just having empty stands, paying players are not playing. So I think they're just trying to get everything back to norm as quick as possible. And obviously the German league is, well, I don't really watch German football, but I was checking the, the league table and it's actually four points of a difference. So this is an interesting league and it's a good one to start off with. Yeah, it's definitely, I, was, I mean, I was talking to our, our friend Paul as well. It's, it's actually debatable that the German league this season, along with maybe I would say Italy, um, in the Serie A, uh, that they've been the two most interesting leagues because it's close. Yeah. Uh, and 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 listen, uh, we all love when one of our teams is running away with the league or something. We love that. But at the end of the day, it is more exciting when there's, uh, from a fan's point of view, if loads of people are, are pushing for the title. Um, so yeah, it'll be good for the Bundesliga return. I'm going to have to get clued up completely with Bundesliga football uh, because that's the only football I'm going to get to watch, Andrew. Yep. Um, but I guess this actually very conveniently moves us on to the next uh, uh, story, which is to do with the Premier League. Now, Andrew, I don't know about you, but but for me, Premier League football, I absolutely love the Premier League. Um, I think it's the best league in the world. Um, I think it's definitely the most uh, watched league in the world. It's got to be. I'd be very surprised if it's not. Um, Economy-wise, and this is what I'm kind of saying about it leading in, economy-wise, in the UK... Three billion pounds per season from the actual clubs goes to the economy and the HMRC, and one million from players' salaries. So that just tells you how much of a, you know, a money powerhouse yeah. football is in the UK, uh, especially down in England. I mean, that is, I mean, the money in English football is crazy. So uh, the, the the story that's that's coming out now is players are actually starting to return to training this coming week. And the government have actually said that they are supporting the decision for Premier League football to return. The Premier League is one of the one leagues um, out of a couple that want to finish the season. They don't want to cancel the season. They don't want to call it quits. They want to try and find a way to um, finish the season. Um, we, we find ourselves in a position where we're, it was very strange because people obviously had difference of opinions, but the English league was in essence won um, Liverpool were so far in front at that point that I mean you could have debated that they should just be given the title 
because they weren't they weren't going to drop all those points and it become a battle for the title again. But with that being said, I think the aspect that comes into this is what you said, and it's it's money. Yeah. The amount of TV network kind of contracts that that go into the Premier League, like it is the most, it must be the most watched league in the world. The amount of money in that, see the money that they could lose through this. Uh, that I understand where they're trying to get it going again, but again, it's just my my opinion that I just, I mean, June twelfth. I mean, that's still what, still just under a month away. Um, so th- there is a chance that I mean, it it maybe could work. Um, they uh, very similar to the Bundesliga, they'd be playing behind closed doors they'd be finishing the league behind closed doors with no fans which which is i mean disappointing against for uh, di- disappointing for i guess liverpool fans who have who've been waiting for a premier league for 30 years andrew i mean that they'd want to see their team win the league i guess but at the end yeah. of the day you know this is when the health comes before you know you know sport well my view on it is that i think um, no league should be voided or the game should be played in my opinion even though you're saying like the likes of Liverpool and stuff like that, they're running away yeah. with the league and stuff like that. But it's the lower teams in the league, the ones that are yes. fighting for relegations and stuff like that. That's what I don't agree on. Because you never know, they could pick up form, they could lose the form. Other teams round about them could pick up, lose form again. So it's 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 obviously a livelihood for fans to see their team do well and stuff like that. So that's why I think that teams should just play all their games if over in Scotland, we have a winter break. So my opinion is, in Scotland, we just scrap the winter break and just play the games through that. Yes. So um, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, to do to do with the, when you look at the lower leagues, uh, lower um, teams in the league, there is every how many how many times do you see towards the end of the season a team manage to escape relegation, stuff like that. So I yeah. I, I absolutely agree that that. That has to play a part, and I I agree with you too that the league has to be completed in some way. Uh, it just has to be completed, and obviously uh, that's what the Premier League are looking to try and do. So they're looking to return by about June twelfth. That's what the kind of time frame that they've said and stated. Uh, and we'll just see what happens in the next couple of weeks if anything changes, if anything's decided. But now basically the decision lies with the kind of football authorities in the English Premier League. And I think that includes the clubs as well. Do they want to return uh, to action? Which, in turn, leads us on right onto our next story, Andrew, which is obviously what's going on for us in, in Scottish football. Um, obviously, a big decision last week. Uh, Rangers um, Football Club uh, had a kind of SPFL resolution uh, rejected. Um, they wanted an investigation into an alleged corruption within the association. Uh, also called for the immediate suspension of Neil Doncaster. The decision actually only came a couple of days ago, Andrew, correct? Yep, a couple yeah, of days so ago, yeah. A couple of days ago, it was decided, and um, basically all the teams in all, even the lower leagues, everyone had to vote, and I think Rangers needed needed to have about 75% of the vote in their favour, and I, th- I don't actually know the exact stats, so don't quote me on this, but, um, but they weren't anywhere even near like a quarter of what they actually... I think they were about a quarter of what they needed, so... Yeah, I only think it was... A, obviously, all the teams in the SPFL had to vote, and I think they only got a couple... Like less than 10, probably, out of the 34 teams, so it got rejected, and quite rightly so. So, so I mean, well, yeah, I, I have to agree, because, I mean, when you looked at... And, and this is honestly for a non-biased point of view. When you look at Rangers' dossier, their, their investigation that they'd done... There was absolutely not a shred of evidence to suggest there was any corruption involved. Obviously, the decision that, that caused this problem was basically that the SPFL, Scottish Football Association, were trying to cancel the league, void the league. Like we've stated, we actually didn't want that to happen. I yeah. mean, no one wants that to happen. They want to try and see the league complete. I mean, there's there's teams that you know are fighting for trophies, teams that are fighting for 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 the league, and I think. I think it's it's debatable to say any team in second would do it anything they can to try and stop the league from being voided because they still believe that they can do something and try and get themselves back into first. But obviously, we've now found ourselves in a situation where the, the investigation won't, won't go forward and so the, the league has pretty much been voided. Uh, and it looks like Celtic are obviously poised to be handed the title. But the news this week is obviously... What are the SPFL doing with regards to returning in August, Andrew? Like, what's what's their what's their big plans? Because it's it's very different from what other people are suggesting so far. Yeah, they are talking about trying to get 
basically bums in seats to watch the games um, and try to play them two metres apart. But if I go to... F- because it's it's never going to happen. You cannot fit 60,000 people into a stadium and make sure that every single one of them is two metres apart. Yeah, and so one of the one of the ideas they have, as you I think you suggested, that he actually disappeared for a wee second. But um, spe- they're they're looking at specific stadiums to actually play games. So even if like both the teams it isn't their home stadium, look like they'll be playing in 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 you know away stadiums like a neutral ground. So like it's I, I just I just you know I have no problem with the league returning, and they're looking at obviously in August, but. I don't think fans should be able to go just yet. I think they need to make sure that everyone's like safe and stuff like that. Um, you know, you as someone that goes to games regularly, you want nothing more than be able to go and watch your team. But it's just one of those things that I think you just need to you need to be smart about this. Um, obviously, it's 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 difficult as players, obviously, to not play in front of fans because a lot of the time they kind of they amp you up, they make you want to play better, and it will be it will be an interesting it will be interesting to see how this actually goes forward, what the if the plans will change a little bit. But that's basically where we're at in terms of Scottish football. There's not really anything else being said since then. Um, a couple of other headlines that we can touch on. Um, the Serie A, uh, the Italian League, is planned to restart on June 13th, just a day after the Premier League are poised to try and come back. Um, if you're uh, listening in America, um, the Major League Baseball is planning to retur- uh, return in, in July. Um, but also another story that I found quite interesting, Aaron, uh, Andrew, which completely relates to what you were what we were talking about in the last story, is that uh, Dr. Anthony Fascio, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but in the United States has said that NFL, so the National Football League, even with no fans in the stadiums, could still spread viruses. And that's what my point about like fans meeting up outside of the stadiums, outside of the games, you know, um, that's his fear. Um, and I think it's a pretty valid fear to have. So that's definitely something that will probably be cropping up over the next couple of months too. Yeah. Uh, the Do US... Uh, an old firm. There's an old firm. Uh, if the league continues, there will be an old firm. There is one, at least one old firm still to be played if the league goes ahead. Now, I don't know about you, but I know for a fact that the majority of people in Glasgow will meet. They will go to friends' houses. They will have garden parties, stuff like that, just to watch the football. And I, that in itself can affect us massively because in order to get rid of this, we need to adhere to the rules that have been set out. And I really don't think that football should be returning as much as I want it. It's just not a feasible option, especially with the mindsets of some people because there's people still out there that are meeting up with friends and stuff like that against the lockdown rules. And I think that once the football returns, that'll just increase tenfold. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously the only sport so far to, to really return officially was uh, UFC. Uh, UFC had a couple of fights uh, last weekend that were no fans. Um, obviously, it was just two guys in the ring in the octagon that was obviously in the United States. Um, so that's the first sport to actually return. Uh so we'll just see where that goes from there. Um, another weird headline, Andrew, just we'll touch on it very briefly. Mike Tyson is thinking about returning to boxing. Why? How, how old is Mike Tyson? I don't even know, but... I mean, I, I just... He's got to be. He's I think he's even older than that, Andrew. I, it's, I think he might have been watching that terrible Rocky Balboa film <laughs> in which he returns at like 70 years old. And he's boxing a guy that's like twenty odd. Um, it's, I, 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 I just don't I don't understand that. I don't think I don't understand why that would be the case. Um, we've actually got a friend um, who has a lot of Mike Tyson jokes. Do you remember them from high school, Andrew? Who Connor? Aye. Oh, I, we'll mention Connor very briefly. But uh, <laughs> if, I, if I was to say any of his jokes, I think. Um, there'd be a couple of lawsuits against us. Well, actually, no. These ones are pretty light-hearted. Like, what's Mike Tyson's favourite holiday? Go for it. Christmas. See, there could be a little person out there in the world <laughs> listening to this podcast with a list and took offence to that. So that's why I love it. But I'm glad you did. 
Okay, well, I'll take the heat if that's the case. Anyway, um, so that's the kind of sport uh, headlines that we'll touch on. Uh, uh, obviously, we'll now move on to, again, like we've said, you know, we don't want to be constantly talking about the virus, but unfortunately, it just happens to be the big news now. We can't really avoid it. So we'll move on to the kind of major and general news, which is um, that the... Well, first off, we should say uh, in the United Kingdom, we know it might be different in other European nations and, and even in the States, there actually hasn't been a lockdown in place. But we are 53 days, Andrew, into lockdown. And I've loved every single minute of it. <laughs> you just need the sarcasm coming through my headphones there. Um, so anyway, the news that has been released, I think it was yesterday, um, the big news, that I could, I could hear it being said in work when the radio was playing, is that there is a 100% accurate antibody test developed for the COVID-19 virus, and it has been approved for use in the UK. Um, now, do you know much about this, Andrew, or do you need me to walk you through this? Walk me through this, because... I'll, I'll walk you through it. I'll walk I don't really... So, just... so, listen, at the end of the day, any good news is, to state the obvious, is good for us to know. We've not exactly had the best news with regard to this virus, um, it's debatable that UK haven't really handled it very well. Um, when you look at the deaths per millions compared to other European nations, it's, it is slightly embarrassing, but it, it goes back to that thing in the United Kingdom, and you've mentioned that a couple of times. We don't really like being told what to do, and a lot of people haven't done what they've been told to do, but again, you know, we're not going to bash anybody, and we're, we don't want to upset anyone, but basically um, this is could be a step in the right direction. So the antibody test basically shows you if you've had the virus and if you've actually developed antibodies against it. So, you know, there, there is people out there, Andrew, that very much could have had this, but they didn't show any symptoms. Uh, and so it, it helps us tra- uh, sorry, track the rate of infection and also gives us a chance to see if people have gained immunity to it, a possible immunity. It's not 100%, but this is a good step in maybe getting people back to work people who, and I guess, have been greenlit to go back to work, if you know what I mean, like actually have been told that you've had the virus, you're, you're okay to go back out there, and then maybe we can get the economy going again. What are your thoughts uh, Thoughts on this? Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think it's not really anything to think about because we don't have a vaccine? I don't know. It's a hard one because I think the lockdown should be in lockdown mode until we have something that can either prevent it, cure us, anything like that and that's my just out take on it because why should like it goes back to this football thing why should NHS workers go out to work risk their lives but footballers and get paid very little whereas footballers go out and play a ball 90 minutes and get paid quarter of a million plus I just don't think that's fair so I think there is stuff out there that needs to be changed and quite rightly so um, because obviously NHS has been doing that absolutely amazing right now so I think yeah. they deserve a wee bit more credit than they're given so far. Absolutely, I think it's it's. we'll just briefly, this will be the kind of last thing we touch on um, in terms of this story but the NHS obviously we in the UK I don't think fully appreciate how lucky we are to not have sorry to, sorry, to have a free healthcare system because you know, like I've said, I've, I've lived in the United States. I've seen what it's like for them. I would hate to live in a private, you know, healthcare system. Uh, that's why I just don't think I could live in the United States. Like, there's a couple of reasons, but that is one of them. Uh, the NHS is a fantastic thing. And this is really when we're beginning to appreciate it more, I guess. I mean, I, I've been able to appreciate it because I've had surgeries and stuff like that before. And you know, you, you you appreciate free healthcare when stuff like that happens, but the, the people who are going in and risking their lives, you know, then now we, we can't thank them enough, and I think they do deserve a lot more credit than than they have been getting over the last couple of years from uh, politicians and stuff like that. So it's it's good to see that they're been kind of getting the recognition they deserve, but I still think they deserve more. You know what I mean? So uh, so it is good to see that you know the people are you know, respecting them a bit more and showing a little bit more appreciation. But I just hope that that continues, man, after this is all done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, moving on to what, well, cap off this <laughs> podcast story. Um, 
The story that we'll be looking into is a piece of funny news that I found online. And I'm incredibly intrigued to hear what Andrew has to say because it starts off and it, it sounds really good. Like, actually, you know, it's, it's, it's a... Basically, there's a charity in the United Kingdom that are wanting to help raise awareness and money for children with disabilities. So this uh, charity is called Codwell Children, and it provides practical and emotional support for the children and their respective families who, you know, have to live with disability. But the part that I don't understand here, and even though I think it's great that this is all for charity, I'm I'm not going to dispute that. The charity are looking to find volunteers, wait for it, Andrew, to walk barefoot across Lego bricks. Lego bricks? Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, Andrew, but have you ever stood in, like, a plug or a piece of Lego before? Oh, I, I've stood in a plug several times soon. It's... Right, it's it's pretty much the exact same kind of feeling. It's There's nothing worse. Like, I've woke up during the night and stood on a piece of, sorry, no, not a piece of Lego, but a, a plug before this is a horror I don't understand I don't understand who came up with this idea um I guess the Lego it's Lego bricks to do with maybe the fact that it's children that they're trying to support but I, I what what are your thoughts on this Ange? well if it was for, it's for children yes I get it so why I don't why like could they just not walk on like play-doh or something that's a lot more cushioned so what well it's just better like why lego man that's just yeah and and here's the part of the story that's just makes it sound ridiculous they've teamed up teamed up with an organization called uk firewalks now i'm not exactly sure what they do probably walk on fire mate well if i was to hazard a guess (laughs) it would be something to do with that like you know you've seen people walking across hot coals or or fire before like it is a thing that's done but they are in. They are working with uh, the charity, and they've been putting videos up online. And I've watched one of them, Andrew, and it's hilarious of how to safely walk across Lego bricks. This right. is a thing that's been posted online. Like, honestly, I think it's great because it takes us away from the virus uh, topic. But like, <laughs> just how did the video go down? Because how well, can you make? How can you? That's like saying they've put up a video online how to stab someone safely. Like it, it's still going to. I hurt. don't know if it's that severe, Andrew. Stabbing it's someone. Going, it's still going to hurt. You're getting stabbed in the foot, albeit with a bit of Lego, but you're still getting stabbed in the foot. So, like, is there a video online somewhere saying how to stab someone safely? Like, it, this is. Madness. I get. I get what door you're knocking on. I, I do get what door you're knocking on, but I just. I think it's a bit of an, exagger- an exaggeration to relate to the story, but but with that being said, it was just a really funny story that I found online, and and, and it, I mean, it, yeah, it took our mind off things like the you know the virus, so that's funny. The event is well, set are they to going take to, place. Are they going to do this? When are they doing this virus? Hey, this Apparently, thing. When are they doing this virus? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> when are they doing this charity thing? So the event is due to actually take place in May. So I'm not really sure how they're going to do that. As long as all the Lego bricks are set out two metres apart, (laughs) people will be fine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they've got the... I mean, Lego bricks have got to adhere to rules just like us, Andrew. Yeah, exactly. People live in them. (laughs) Have you been to Legoland? Uh, I have. I've got a driver's licence from Legoland. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Anyway, um, we hope that that last piece of news made maybe made things a little bit more light-hearted for you it's, um, it's not going to make me light-hearted i'm worried you're you're what you're concerned for people's health and well-being for walking across the little lego why would, why would you oh, i just don't get it I just anyway thank you uh, i guess we'll just cap off there and um, thank you very much for joining us uh on over the podcast for our first episode we hope you've enjoyed it if there's anything that you think we could maybe do a bit differently or anything you want us to touch on more or talk about more, please do not hesitate to tell us. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us and joining us for this. Uh, Andrew, anything else you'd like to say? Uh, yes, actually, I'm going to throw you on the deep end. If anybody um, would like to see Aiden walk across Lego bricks, um, <laughs> I will put a poll up on Instagram when this episode's released. So if anybody wants to see the funny news actually in real life 
Um, and yeah, I, I, I will I'll donate money to chat to this charity yeah. if if we get enough. How many votes are you looking for? One. How many people? What, one. Just one. Just one. That's all I need. Just follow, and it'll be me. Right. I'll okay. do it. Okay. I'll okay. be the one you like. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. That, I think that's a good place to just uh, stop. Then. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and over the podcast. Please tune in for the next episode, and we will see you real soon. Bye.